I feel like we should have had like the song like reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> it's it's been a weird um time period. Yeah. That we've been going through. Yeah. A people going on vacations, people mm-hmm. doing things, but like you said, reunited and it feels so good. As I wipe off my glasses, because I haven't even been sitting at my computer. Boy, oh boy, I'm very excited to talk about some football because yeah, I don't remember what happened in week one, but I do remember what happened <laughs> in week two. So I was driving for pretty much all of the games uh-huh. on Sunday. So like, if my memory's foggy on some of these, <clears throat> there's a reason. Right, Jake coming in. What's up, Jake? We rated him last week. He's nice. Here. Ooh, it's Mr. Rapid Dave's popping in over on Facebook. Hello, sir. Yeah, so um boy oh boy, we should probably talk about uh I, I don't remember how to do this stuff. I'm I'm trying to get back into it here. So first foremost, we gotta say that this is an award winning podcast called On and Off the Field with Durf and Dylan, and it is also brought to you by the uh, Fast Track Cannabis Clinics of America and Grill Marketing on NSPN Next Gen Sports Media. Yeah. This is episode 129. Yeah, we're cruising. Hoo-wee! Season 4, episode 9. This is too easy. And now we're going to tell everybody that we need to, that they need to go floss, right? Absolutely. That's the next step. We got to make sure everyone out there is flossing, which stands for... Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share to anything on and off the field related. This segment brought to you by the one and only Stefan Diggs. Did he do good this past week? What was his stat line like? It was all right. He had the, he had the touchdown, so that that always helps. But uh, catches for yards weren't the weren't the highest we've normally seen. So I saw he I saw one clip where he like mossed Xavier Howard. Oh yeah. Uh oh. That was a great one. So other than that catch, it was like, okay. But yeah, um, if you want to tell people how they can floss, that'd be great. Absolutely. Well, you can follow, like, observe, and share on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, as well as subscribe to our YouTube and our Twitch channels, which we're currently live on, all by searching at OOTF Podcast. Make sure to click the link in the video description. That will take you to our new merch store and all the social media and podcast platforms you need to follow this award-winning podcast. Hey, check us out on the radio. We air on Sound Machine FM, Sound Machine FM every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But there's so much talent on the network for you to check out all week long. And last but not least, make sure to follow the Team Having a Fun community on Facebook and Twitter to partake in all the fun memes live shows, and all that great tomfoolery that goes on every day. Tomfoolery. And let me tell yeah, you about TikTok. Again. <laughs> TikTok's been going well for the old on and off the field. Thing. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I'm, I'm, we're going to have to work on how we're going to get Durf talk on there. Get that started. <laughs> but overall, yeah. man, the TikTok has been fun. It's been very responsive. It's been going well and having yeah. a blast. So I really that's where that's where uh, Jake came from. Jake the Savage, who wants to be interviewed, uh, and he was at the the Jets game. So oh, wow. I've, I've I've talked to Jake about the interview thing before, but I appreciate mm-hmm. your enthusiasm and you being here, and I enjoy your stream. He was playing MLB the show last time when we rated him. Oh, nice! He was going for like seven hours on that stream. Whoa, a that's long, a long time. A long I normally can't even do like two hours. Godspeed. <laughs> so real quick, we gotta update everybody on this. We yeah. finally made it. After a multitude of weeks of forgetting to post the polls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh we finally got down to what we are now calling. The flaky finals. (laughs) Get it? Because it's desserts. That's classic. Yeah, it's good. So we actually, we didn't get a lot of votes, but 
it still happened. We're here. Birthday cake versus chocolate chip yes. cookies. You know, I, I I'm thinking chocolate chip cookies is still going to run away with this. Oh yeah. I got a feeling that it's. I, I hope this is a much better like round than I think it's going to be. <laughs> like chocolate chip cookies have just been destroying everyone along the way. Twenty five nothing in the first round. Twenty one to one in the second round. Ten to two in the third round. And then four to one in our in our uh, the last round that we just did the flower four, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm kind of hoping birthday cake can put up a fight here. That's all I'm hoping for. Absolutely. What? How did birthday? What was their path like? Where's let's find birthday cake. All right, so they beat bunt cakes twenty one to four. Yep. And then they beat coffee cake fourteen to nine. And then they barely squeaked out against cheesecake seven to six. And then they barely beat out chocolate pie three to two. So their their road has been treacherous. Yeah. But they are they're here. Birthday cake and chocolate chip cookies. So that poll will be posted mm-hmm. this week at some point, if I remember. <laughs> and then next week we'll have our winner. Very good. And we'll celebrate it. We'll make a t shirt with yeah. whoever the winner is. We'll give out stickers. So if cookies win, <laughs> we'll make chocolate chip cookie stickers. And it'll say the dessert debate on there. The great the, dessert debate. A great the official. 2021. Yeah, 2021 dessert debate. Yeah, there we go. Is it 2021? Are you sure? Yeah. Positive? I, I think so. I mean, last oh. year was a blur, but it's just it's just a day. It's <laughs> It's been a year. It's been something. So that will be up on social media. Everybody can... Uh, Go do that. So, if I'm not mistaken, the very next thing we have to talk about is week two football. Oh, yeah. It was like a it was a pretty good week. Yeah. I mean, overall, the matchups were good. There was a couple of good games here and there, especially the late window. The late window was amazing. The one o'clock games were kind of hit or miss. <laughs> but those four o'clock games smacked. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, good. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna we it, to do this in an hour. So, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure you talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to like bring it back up. But um, when we talk about these games, we're like gonna fly through a few of them. Yep. And then other ones we can break down more of the, like the more interesting and close matches if there's stuff that we want to talk about. But when we get to games like, oh, let's say Patriots at the Jets. There's not a whole lot to talk about there, I don't think. No. So, and if anyone has any questions about any of these matchups, or they want, you know, they want to talk about anyone who's, you know, hit us up on social media. If you're here during the live show, for people that are in the podcast later, you know, if you're here during the live show, ask those questions about the matchups. That's how we like to do this. So, let's get to work. Thursday night football. Yeah. Giants at Washington, and Washington came out on top thirty to twenty nine. What a, I mean, it's an NFC East matchup. Right. So that's always close. Usually it's like no one really cares too much because it is the NFC East, mm-hmm. but the games are usually still pretty good games for what they are. Right. And surprisingly, Washington didn't get as much pressure as you would think. The defense seemed to struggle up uh, up front, but overall, Washington comes on top after a two-minute drive by Heineke? What do we want to call him? Is it Taylor Heineke? Yeah. Is it Heineke? Okay. Heineke. Sometimes I call him Heineke and like Heineken. Like, I don't know. Like, like Heineken, but Heineke. Heineke. <laughs> and uh, they got it down. It was going to be a nice long field goal, but they miss it. And then mm-hmm. the Giants jumped offsides. And then uh, something, they, yeah. <laughs> they, it gave them a second chance to the field goal, and they make the second. Well, they make the second one, um, right? Like when they called off sides, I was like, "Oh, cool, off sides, we get another chance." Because I pick Washington to win, it's like I really don't want to start the week zero and one. That's gonna hurt. Right. So they, they, I see the flag. They jumped off sides, cool. Then they showed and they, they showed it in like full motion first, or like just a little slowed off the cameras in the back. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah obviously that's offside." But when you get that from behind view in slow-mo where you can literally see Dexter Lawrence 
like go just a touch early before yeah. the wall. Like it is like it is minuscule. Mm-hmm. And the it, it it's so minuscule that he wasn't even in the neutral zone by the time the ball is actually starting to move. Like he moved before that much before <laughs> the ball started being snapped. It's so small. Right. Like that that I mean that by definition is not offsides because he wasn't even in the neutral zone by the time the ball starts moving. Mm-hmm. He start moving before the ball is snapped. Yes, but based off his position of where he was on the line of scrimmage, it's not offsides. Obviously, they saw him move a little bit early. You know, they didn't have slow motion in the moment. You can't review that kind of stuff. Right. Man, that's killer for the Giants. Yeah, it's killer, but you know, this is uh, another year 0 and 2 for the Giants and I was a little surprised that Giants were able to score as much as they did against this Washington defense that we you know we've heard so much about that they, you know, you know, Chase Young, Mark are and uh I'm referring the other guy last um but like it's a young defense and you know we've seen them stifle, you know, really good offenses. But yeah, I mean Washington got got a win they needed because you know they're about to one and one, and we'll go from there. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah, they this is their what is it? Eight out of the past nine seasons they've started zero and two. Yeah, and they have not had a winning record at any point in a season. <laughs> they have not had a winning record. At any point in a season since 2017, I mean, you got, I just, you know, yeah, start feeling bad for the Giants fans. I really don't, but man, it's right. just that's rough. Uh, we actually don't have a Discord, Jake. Jake the Savage. Yeah. We do not have a Discord. I've thought about it, but it just seems like too much work and I don't feel like it. <laughs> like, I'm in other people's Discords and sometimes I look at like, people's discords are like this is a lot of work there's no way i would want to maintain one of those <laughs> uh yeah so the patriots at the jets 25 to 6 the patriots win zach wilson throws four interceptions and the ghost jokes are back <laughs> as everyone that, knows that's what we call a rookie oh but was sam darnold a rookie when that game happened for him um no no, he I think Sam was a second year. Okay, I I didn't look that much into it to see if he was a rookie, but he did throw four interceptions and in a terrible loss to the Patriots when he was a Jet, and uh, that's the famous near the near halftime. You, he got caught on a hot mic saying to one of his teammates, "Like, dude, I'm seeing ghosts." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, bad day for the Jets, and I, it's way too early to start saying like people are boss but obviously the two rookies that we're seeing them struggle the most is the jets zach wilson and the jags trevor lawrence yeah at some point i was i was watching a little bit of the jags game at one point and it just seemed like the receivers aren't even trying to help like the both the Jets because Corey Davis played terribly. He had like mm-hmm. two drops in the game, almost had like a, a fumble. Um, the the entire team is just awful for the Jets, and same thing with the Jags. So it's hard to even say they're bus when they're playing right. on these teams. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is going to be this is a a new I think it's a combination of you know rookies. Seeing the NFL for the first, you no know, good NFL action, I think for the most part, and also new head coaches. This is, you know, it's like it's like the ultimate growing pain right now for a new team um, with a rookie and a new head coach. So, yes, the four interceptions look really bad in the first half, and uh, I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be. <laughs> Let's just see what the Jets do. I don't know. I feel like I don't have much. To, I don't think I don't, don't have much to talk about this. I mean, I feel like it's it, the Patriots' defense did what it normally does, and if that's all they can score, I'm not super worried about the AFC East. 
Yeah, that's the other shocking part is they had four interceptions and they only scored a couple points off of them. Yeah. I mean, I know the first, I don't know how what they scored off of the rest of them, but I know off the first two, they only scored three points. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they did after that, but Mac Jones did set a rookie passing record for completion percentage. He was at like 72% through the first two games, and that's a record or something. I don't know. They have so many different records these days. So he seems to be able to complete the ball, you know, kind of game manager style, almost like, dare I say, a Tom Brady, but uh, maybe not too explosive yet. Patriots are working their way there. I think it's a good pick. To this day, I still think Mac Jones is in the best situation of all these rookie quarterbacks. Absolutely. All right. Um, Broncos at the Jaguars. Yeah, just yeah. Here we go again. Trevor Lawrence. Just it, it's the same thing as the Jets. Jets and the Jags are the same team. Yeah, pretty much. Horrible team. Everything and all. It's all just awful. New head coaches. Both of yep. them were questionable to even be in a head coaching position. Mm-hmm. And then the rookie quarterbacks who are just absolutely struggling. Yep. But the Broncos look very good. They're 2-0 and to start the season. Yeah. They're probably going to be 3-0 and because I believe they play the Jets next week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So I'm loving Teddy Two Gloves. I, I need them to I need to see them play a team that doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> but overall, I'm loving what this Broncos team's putting on the field, especially on defense, too. Right. Yeah, I mean... I, I clearly feel like Teddy Bridgewater was the uh, the right choice for this offense. Um, I don't think I think the Broncos would have dropped one of the last two games, and if if they were playing Drew Locke. Um, but yeah, the Jaguars just another it's another new quarterback, new head coach, still just trying to figure things out. And you know, we we talked about. It was so talked about during before the draft that Trevor Lawrence was such a pro-ready quarterback, number one overall draft pick, top top athlete. And he struggled, and I think this is where you see these high-flying quarterbacks in these bigger conferences that get all the national media attention, and they play so many mediocre teams that now you're in the NFL, where you know it's all the elite talent that comes out of college makes the NFL. And it's it's like it, it, it's faster, and I think he's struggling picking that up. And he might turn. He might, you know, it's it's a first year thing. As a rookie quarterback, let him let him learn, grow, take some bumps. Um, but it is looking rough right now for the Jags. I don't. I to this day, you know, ever since the hire and now, Urban Meyer should not be there, and it's yeah. it's not going to help Trevor. It's right. not going to help the Jags. It's not going to help anybody. And it's certainly not going to help Urban. His legacy yeah. is just going to be, again, he tried the NFL and didn't pan out. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, the Bills at the Dolphins. They <laughs> the, the Bills went into <laughs> Miami and beat them 35 to nothing. Um, yeah. But Tua got hurt. Doesn't matter. Because <laughs> didn't he get hurt like... Was it even before halftime? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. The, the Dolphins never stood a chance. It, I don't, I don't no. care who. You could have had Tom Brady as the quarterback. They probably didn't stand a chance. <laughs> that I'm, I'll, say, I'll say two things about the Bills. The Bills defense was absolutely lights out uh, against this Dolphins team, which was so good to see because after playing the Steelers and having an okay showing, but. You know, they absolutely shut down the Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett couldn't do a single thing behind the offensive line. And this is where I think you got to look at the Dolphins had opportunities to bring in linemen, bring in a better offense for Tua, and I think they struggled on that. Tua, I think he's having trouble seeing where to move, maybe, you know, getting that ball away faster. But he took some beatings by that defensive line for the Bills. Um, so the Bills defense was, out, I think, outstanding. I think the offense, even though they put up 35 points, that offense was almost atrocious. Um, I'm not even looking at the points. I'm looking at how efficient the Bills were. They scored two touchdown drives in the first half right off the bat. The first one was literally a two-play, you know, with Devin Singletary running through a wide-open lane to the end zone. So 
glad to see the running game, but it just seemed like Josh, he's still struggling a little bit. I mean, he he tried throwing, you know, a, a touch pass to Diggs, um, probably early second second quarter, and he underthrew it. And that's that's not Josh Allen. That's not a characteristic of him to underthrow lately. Um, but I mean, I think it was a it was a good game for them to really work on some stuff. I love seeing the running game going. Um, but I. I I should. I would expect more out of this offense. Yeah, and I saw. Obviously, the stat is just not. So someone posted the stat of like his season long, fifteen yard and over passes. Yeah, where it was like high forty percent, and so far this season he's sitting in like the twenty percent range. Yeah, it's you can't compare shoot. an entire. You can't compare an entire season to two games. Obviously, that's right. does, that's not fair to do. But it is showing a little bit of struggle of his deep ball right now, uh, where last season, that's the reason they've thrived. He improved his accuracy, yeah. especially downfield, and they were at, they were on top of the world. So hopefully he can get that corrected. Hopefully. Or else uh, some of the stiffer competition. I'm not saying the Steelers are stiff competition. We're going to just leave week one in the past. <laughs> when they have to go against the Patriots and Bill Belichick and that defense that's obviously doing pretty well this year. That'll be uh, interesting. Eric's here, Mr. NSPN, guru of sports media. And strike up here. They're hanging out. Also, NSPN people. They're good folks. Oh, yeah. They're good people. They're all right. Um, So, yeah, that happened. The 49ers at the Eagles. This game was just kind of boring as shit, in my opinion. I (laughs) I didn't see any of this game, but the score just tells me that it was not entertaining. Yeah, I, I got nothing out of this game. Like I was, I, I like I said, I was driving, but I was listening to Red Zone. Yeah, and we, every every once in a while, when we got to stop, I'd peek in, and the mm-hmm. Eagles just kind of like, I know they they almost had they had that one really explosive play, like the ninety one yarder from Jalen Hurts to somebody like another practice squad wide receiver, like the entire yeah. Eagles wide receiving roster, <laughs> ninety one yarder, great pass. Um, it was J- Jalen to Jalen, Jalen Rager, but he stepped mm-hmm. out of bounds before he caught the ball for a touchdown. That might have won them the game, maybe, because they didn't end up scoring on that drive. Right. There's a couple moments, but pretty much overall, I got nothing out of this game. I don't. I don't know if the Eagles are good. I don't mm-hmm. even know if the 49ers are good. I don't know what to think anymore. Well, I was I was kind of out on a limb for both these teams, anyways. Yeah, but this didn't help me in my thought process of like, are either one, are the Eagles going to be able to win their division this year? Are the 49ers going to get back to where they were like in their Super Bowl year? Right. Yeah, I have no idea still. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's tough. Um, yeah, I got nothing for this game. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> little little laughing emoji. Did I get a Kraken jersey yet? I didn't. I gotta. I got to get on that because I'm pretty sure uh, hockey's like starting next year, next month. What's up, Busby? All right, the Rams at the Colts. Hell of a game. <clears throat> this was actually a very good one. Um, but here we are. And I, I'm shocked. I'm kind of shocked yeah. that it only took two weeks for Carson <laughs> Wentz to completely break his body. Bull he. You know, they said like you know, sprained ankle or did something with a with an ankle or a leg, and then they yeah. came out today and they said he sprained or did something to both of his ankles. Not one, but two. Both of them. How do you do that? This man is inventing injuries. This guy's just going out here <laughs> spraining both of his ankles. What are you doing? So Carson Wentz had to go out, and it's like he, you can see him on the sideline trying to get ready to go because the Rams just took the lead but it's only a three-point lead. Carson can get out there and just hobble on the field and get get it done. Get out there, lead your team, and beat the Rams, who are like Super Bowl favorites in the sports media world. Right. He can't do it. Jacob Beeson goes out there and throws an interception. Game over. I mean, (laughs) god damn. If Carson Wentz would have went out there and threw an interception, it would have been like, all right, at least they tried the Rams' defenses, you know. They right. stood up to the challenge, but now it's Eason went out and threw an interception. Like, okay, well, 
who knows if you know Carson <laughs> was healthy, who would have won that game? That's what I walk away with. Right. So the, yeah. maybe there's like a. I, I didn't think they were in a full suit of armor to start the season. The Rams. Yeah. But if some, if people thought they did have a full suit of armor, like I think this game kind of put a you know a little chink in the armor, whatever the proper terminology for that is. Yeah. Kink in the dead. armor. Yeah. I don't think they're as powerful as we think. But that's just my take. I mean, it, it, I think it's a good take. I mean, um, I I think the Rams. If they had Jared Goff in that situation this year, if he was still there, I think you could have seen the Colts win this. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think I it's, it's weird as it is. Matthew Stafford is really helping this team. Um, you know, Hen- Daryl Henderson, he's he's playing okay. Um, you know, he's dealing with some I think nagging injuries from week one, but I, from what I could tell, he looks good. Um, the the. What concerns me the most is this Rams defense. That's where I get the most concerned about this team. Um, you know, they have like these top players, but yet they don't work as a cohesive unit and shut things down. And, um, you know, that could be, you know, that could be from losing. Oh, Brandon Steely was there last year, I believe. Um, yeah, I think he's Chargers. with the. He's so the Chargers, Chargers head coach now. So, you know, that is, you know, that's a coaching staff member that's not on the team that used to help this defense. And it's interesting to see how the, the Colts were able to really keep it close and, you know, not for Jacob Beeson throwing a, an interception immediately. They, you know, they really could have, you know, mark, get down the field, the running game and kick a field goal, a tie, or, you know, maybe get a score to win. But yeah, I think it's, uh, the Rams definitely are going to keep their name, I think, in the NFC West, but we'll see how this kind of plays out over the next few weeks still with their competition. Yeah, it's just shocking how little Aaron Donald gets involved sometimes. Like He's the one yeah. who ended up actually hurting Carson Wentz. But all, like, I realized, oh, well, they like double and triple team Aaron Donald. Then where the hell is the rest of the defensive right. line and the linebackers, the outside rushers? He was getting double and triple teamed. That's that's leaving everyone else on a one-on-one, and if you bring an extra guy, then you're 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 getting an easy route to the quarterback. What? Yep. That's not even an excuse. It's an excuse for Aaron Donald not to be involved. But where the hell is everyone else? Right. <laughs> so that goes with like your cohesive unit comment. Um, yeah. Eric says the Rams won't see another championship game. Well, you like Stafford though. Yeah. I, don't, I I I have to wait for a couple more weeks because I have they they're two and zero. Oh. But they played the Bears, and then they didn't play too well against the Colts. So I have questions right now. How about them big time Bucks? I always think of Brandon Stokely. He was that white wide receiver, wasn't he? He was with the Patriots. Wasn't I think. he? Was it the Patriots? I, th- I was thinking maybe. I thought he was the Giants tight end. Giants tight end. Or was that Jeremy, Jeremy Shockey. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's Jeremy what was, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Brandon Stokely, <laughs> Jeremy Shockey, same uh. person. Them big time bucks. Can we skip ahead to the bucks? Sure. Where are they? Oh, there they are. Yeah, those big time bucks who uh pooped on the Falcons 48 to 25. <laughs> Matt Ryan threw a pick six. Um, he threw five touchdowns, two of them went to Gronk. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty he, he's just excited that the Bucks won and they, they did play a very good game. But the one thing that I do want to say. Is that I, I just saw this earlier today? Tom Brady is only 499 passing yards away from breaking the all-time record, and he'll actually keep it this time since Drew Brees is retired. Because <laughs> they were just going yeah. back and forth there for a little while, but now you don't have to worry about right. it. Right? Yeah. Um, he probably won't get 499 next week, but if he gets a good chunk of it, he would be on pace right now to break the all-time passing record in Week Four. Oh yeah! Who do they play in Week Four, everybody? Let's all say it together: the New England uh, Patriots. Patriots. It, you can't write <laughs> this shit. You're, unless someone is writing it, and they're like geniuses for being able to write this. Like, who knows? This is I, like, yeah, I don't know. But my, it just seems like you cannot make this shit up. You just can't. Like, it's yeah. going to be a great game, obviously, against the Patriots. He's going to see Mac Jones' predecessor. Bill Belichick will be there. He'll probably get, like, a huge standing ovation. 
it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good day yeah sure. it's gonna be a fun game to watch you got it it's like a must tune in but, uh, so <laughs> for I the like, game itself though yeah. like, i don't know <laughs> i mean i i i was I, so i was surprised at how many points the Falcons actually scored really you're, you're it, well I, I'm a little, so it seemed like it was close ish in the beginning and i was like i thought the Falcons were kind of staying with them a little bit um but then obviously the tom brady and the bucks just kind of put the pedal to the floor and just you know ran them over ran them over and as many points as they want but i mean this could be some garbage points but for the falcons but i I don't know where's um, i i feel a little nervous for this defense well it's it's especially the secondary right because the secondary is fighting injuries for their starters yep and even the starters aren't like you know top tier i mean the seahawks would be happy to have them but for other teams, you know, it's like they're not amazing corners. And then you got to go down to like the second stringers, the third stringers with these injuries they've been compiling. Right. And obviously Eric and some other people from NSPN would be able to talk about this better than I can. But some of them struggle at times. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they struggle. Right. So there is a concern there. Um, yeah. And it was the Buccaneers and Falcons. I guess they were kind of close in the third quarter because the Buccaneers in the first quarter, seven, nothing. And then it was 21 to 10 in the second quarter. And then the Falcons scored 15 points to seven in the third quarter. But then the Bucs just scored 20 in the fourth quarter and said goodbye. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, oh, they, there was two pick sixes by the defense. Oh, okay. So that's so, fun. I definitely helped the, help the score get that high then. Yeah. Three interceptions, two of them pick sixes by Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's time for him to make his exit from the NFL. <laughs> Um, what other interesting ones are going on here? The Raiders or the Steelers? Big Ben's hurt. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of out of nowhere today, too. They announced that. I was like, oh. Yeah, it was. Didn't know he got hurt during the game, but Derek Carr was a, a little... It was a pec injury, so he probably just thought he was sore, and then he realized, oh, shit, I actually hurt myself again. So, again, right, yeah. just like last year, it was a non-contact yep. injury that he just did to himself. Yep. This man is a potato. <laughs> he needs to retire. <laughs> He's like a baked potato because he's soft too. Like he's not even like a like a nice like a tough potato straight out of the ground. He's like a baked uh, potato. He's done. He's cooked. He's, he's cooked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Raiders look good. I love Raider. I love them. They look so good. Yeah, look worried about Derek Carr next week. This week coming up, but the, the 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 sprained ankle. But yeah, I'm sure they'll do everything they can to you know make sure he's ready to go. So I don't know. He he feels like a. A refreshed quarterback almost it's not the it's like he understands the struggles he's had in the last few years and they're just you know they're fixing it and making it better yeah i i've been loving it i mean you 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 target darren waller 19 times in the first game so obviously you you have him yeah hunter renfro's a beast hunter renfro's to the point where you have to double team him he's amazing he's like he's like cole beasley 2.0 and then they got this guy like Byron Edwards, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He he's he's looking really good. And then he obviously, if, when Josh Jacobs gets healthy, Kenny and Drake was playing awesome. The offense is great. The defense hit or miss, but overall, man, this team Max Crosby's a monster. I love him. I love yeah. the Raiders. People are hating yeah. on him just because it's the Raiders. I think. Yeah, but I think this team has there's no reason for me to believe that they're not going to stick around oh yeah for sure um since we're running out of time for this segment we yep, did the opposite so. of what we said we were supposed to do <laughs> uh well we can run through them quick though i mean we just, yeah you know. i think we're running out of good games anyways uh the bears beat the bengals i just the one fun stat from the bengals is joe burrow didn't throw an interception for almost 200 straight passes and then he threw yeah. three in a row three straight passes that were three interceptions that was fun. That but was fun. They, they still almost won, though. They did almost win, yeah. <laughs> because it's the Bears. Um, <laughs> the Browns beat the Texans. Tyrod Taylor almost did it. Like, he was, he was, he was running. He was passing. He was doing amazing. <laughs> they thought like, we all thought, like, man, these Texans are gonna win. And then he goes off with some hamstring injury. He's on IR now, and then David Mills yeah. and it's all over. So. <laughs> The, t- the Tyrod Taylor legacy lives on. He's the starter for like two weeks, and then he gets injured, and the rookie comes in. Oh, yeah. 
the legacy of Tyrod. All done. Uh, the Saints lost to the Panthers because 2019 Jameis Winston has made his return. But the oh, Panthers' yeah. defense is the point where I thought they were going to get. Like back when they like did that entire defense draft yep. two years ago. Yep. I was like, it's a young defense, a new coach. Like I just feel like this defense has the potential. And they kept the Saints to 128 yards total. And Kamara had like, I think like 30 total yards from scrimmage in this game, which is insane. Right. Insane to keep him at that level. So they pooped on him. A little bit. Uh, Cardinals, Vikings at the Cardinals. Obviously, the Vikings missed that last kick. Mm-hmm. If you think your team has a kicker curse <laughs> and your team's not the Vikings, just shut up because that means you're just unlucky. The Vikings are actually cursed. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's been going on for years, like decades, I feel yeah. like at this point. <laughs> and I would say Kyler Murray is my MVP favorite right now through two weeks, I would say. All right. That's my pick right now. Through two weeks. I don't know if you thought anything different. Do you have an MVP right now? Tom, I think Tom Brady's like is up there, too. Oh, I'm sure he is. Um, through two weeks, though, I don't. I just don't like Kyler Murray. I'm just you just don't I'm, like him. I'm anti Kyler Murray. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, we already talked about the Falcons and the Bucks. Uh, the Titans at the Seahawks. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was already in a bad mood that day, and then they lost uh, in that fashion. I almost, I almost punched a hole in the hotel wall. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're up, what, 24-9 at the yeah, half? Yeah, yeah. And they score one touchdown in the second half and then miss the extra point and then lose an OT. Like, oh, jeez. Oh, the Cowboys at the Chargers seemed like a good game, but yeah. I was obviously paying attention to my game at the same time, but this game seemed really good going back and forth mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, my major takeaway, I have I put the stats here, so I need to get it out. Official, Officially, Ezekiel Elliott is dead. He's done. R.I.P. He's done. I'm done. Uh, the if you have, if he's not, if he's on your fantasy team, just get rid of him. All right. Seventeen carries, seventy-one yards, and a touchdown. Two receptions for twenty-six yards for Zeke. Tony Pollard, his backup, who I love. Thirteen <laughs> carries, one hundred and nine yards, a touchdown, three receptions, thirty-one yards. Clearly, it's one plays better than the other. One plays better than the other, both this week and last week, and the, yeah. he, he's being utilized almost more. He's on the field yeah. more often than Zeke. Yep. He does more than Zeke. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what to say. I, I don't know if they don't trust Zeke. I don't know if he has like a. I don't know what's going on. But they're not even utilizing. Him. He's not even on the field. Even when the it's not a running back play, mm-hmm. Pony's on the field more times yeah. than not. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, the Chiefs at the Ravens. I was already uh, I was not watching this game, but I the only thing I saw from this game was that it started with Lamar Jackson throwing a touchdown. But to the wrong team and then ended <laughs> with a Lamar touchdown, which actually went towards his team. Um, crazy game. All these primetime games this year have been. Insane. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like the Chiefs were just like they just were like, oh, we're going to get it done, and then they didn't get it done, and they're like, wait, why didn't we get it done? And the <laughs> Ravens won. <laughs> they're just sitting there like, wait a minute. We lost? Huh? Wait, what? what? It's, sept- what it's September. We don't lose. What do you mean we lost? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Clyde Edwards Alaire with the uh, fumble to end the game. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, we have TJ coming in here. Coach Chucky is my vote for coach of the year so far. Eh, John Gruden of the Raiders. It's a solid pick. Yeah. They're doing good so far. Uh, and then too early for Derrick Henry to be the best running back in the NFL this year. I mean, I would say last week wasn't a strong showing, though. So he's, he obviously had an amazing right. second half versus the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, And he's the leading rusher right now in the league. But I think Christian McCaffrey still. His rushing yards aren't there, but his receiving mm-hmm. yards are like just as much as his rushing yards. He's right. still he's still doing amazing over there. He's still a weapon. Right. I feel like we're not talking about him though. Like, why aren't people talking about Christian McCaffrey? He's still doing everything he's been doing since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. No, that's true. Yeah. 
But there, I just feel like I guess this is my last point before we go into our picks. I feel like running backs haven't even been a feature this year. Like, why do I get this feeling like there's like an emphasis on throwing the ball this season for all these teams? Yeah. Like Derrick Henry, obviously. And then, you know, we mm-hmm. like we we all put the camera on Saquon and people like that. But I mean, these quarterbacks are throwing 30, 40, 50 passes a game. Right. And with the exception of like the Titans and a couple other teams, I mean, you're not even getting 15 carries out of some of these running backs in, mm-hmm. in a game. I it, it's a trend yeah. I saw in week one and it continued to this week. Right. And I'm I'm like kind of whoa. <laughs> Just, just me. Maybe yeah. Dalvin Cook too. He's another example. Oh yeah. But overall, yeah, yeah it's just kind of shocked me. That's all. Yeah. Don't know if you noticed the same trend or not. Um, I haven't haven't quite yet, but I I do see I do see what you're saying. So like, I I, I don't know. I haven't seen the trend as heavily as you have, but I definitely. I agree. There, it's it's a it's a passing league, and until we get these ground and pound games that are like nine to six or something like that, then uh, we we aren't going to see much of it. Yeah, I think these running backs can still get some decent yardage out of like they'll break a run here or break a run right. there. I mean, like just total utilization, getting yeah. 25, 30 carries. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's going to happen for like ninety percent of these teams. Yeah, and I, uh, the Packers beat the Lions. I've, I just yeah, that was my out week two. That was my upset pick of the week. It didn't go as planned, almost, yeah. but not quite. Yeah, I, I, bef- I guess before we get into our our picks, which is our next segment here, where are you sitting right now? Because I, I did, I tallied up mine. I, I'm twenty and twelve right now. I'm probably not that. Oh, you didn't tally up? Okay, that's no, fine. I didn't tally. All right, I'm twenty and twelve. Very nice. I feel like that's pretty good through two weeks. I'm happy with twenty and twelve. I thought I was worse than that to be honest, but I'm happy yeah. with that. No, that's a that's pretty decent. Want to make sure ninety one percent, something like that. Okay, nice. So let's get into these picks. What do you say? Alrighty, let's do this. Week three preparation. We have Carolina at Houston. Carolina's favored seven and a half points. Over under set at forty three and a half. I will be taking Carolina in this game and the under because I don't think either one. This is one of those games where I could easily <laughs> see like 17 to 14 if like it's at the most yeah. like 17 to 14. I I see I see that, but I, I, I could see it going over. So that's why I'm taking the over and taking Carolina. Um I think we're gonna I think we could see Sam Darnold and that offense of the Panthers kind of break out a little bit more. Um the way we've seen them, you know, the way kind of points were for against uh, the Saints there. So that's why I'm taking the over on that one. That's still Carolina. I mean, with oh, David yeah. Mills, when David Mills is in there now, it's just. I, I was shocked to see that Houston was doing so well through the first week and a half. Yeah. But now with David Mills in there, it's over, I think. The, the, the yeah. magic's gone with Tyrod gone. Um, Indy at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is five point favorites over under at 48. Highly doubt that Carson Wentz is going to be playing in this game. So I'm taking <laughs> Tennessee and the over. Me too. No issues for weather either. So Tennessee should uh, have themselves a day. 77 and sunny. That's perfect yeah, football weather. Oh, yeah. It's the kind of game I would go to. Uh, Atlanta at the Giants. Oh, my God. Uh, the Giants are three-point favorites. The over-under set at 48 for some reason. I mean, Atlanta and the Giants have been scoring points. Like, they got 28 this last week. The Giants scored 29. So, I guess I yeah. could see why they said 48. But right. uh, not in this game. No, I'm going under. But I am. I'm picking the Giants. All right. I'm going to take the Falcons on that one. I'm taking the under still. I think it's still going to be a low-scoring game. But, um. Yeah, I don't see I don't see either team getting above twenty four points, but I'm gonna take Atlanta on this one. Um just a hunch. Just a hunch. I, I, this I think I feel like this season I'm just kinda of be like, Yeah, why not? Make it interesting. Let's take the other team. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Keep it spicy. I don't I mean I, I was this is one where 
I'm pretty sure the Giants three point favorite. Most of that's coming from being at home. Like, what's that? What do they give them for being at home? One and a half. Like a, like a point and a half. Yeah. I, I don't. This I've I've just seen the Giants do a little bit more than I have the Falcons through the, through two weeks. That's all. Yeah, makes sense. Not a lot though. Not by a lot. Uh, the Chargers at Kansas City. Kansas City is six and a half point favorites. Fifty five and a half is the over under. I came really close to picking the Chargers, but something feels off through two weeks. I don't love what I'm seeing out of them. I'm seeing even less yeah. explosiveness than I did last season. They're, they've mm. had a couple plays here and there, but sustained drives, I have not seen right. it. The defense is shockingly f- more poor than I thought it was going to be, especially that they brought Staley in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm taking the Chiefs and the over. All right, I I'm taking the Chargers here, but this is I'm thinking this is going to be an explosive game. I think, um, I think the Kansas City's defense. I think the Chargers are going to look at a lot of tape, how they played against uh, Lamar Jackson, and they're going to you know I think they're going to alter their game plan a little bit to you know take on that kind of you know um, aspect to it to get over the you know t- t- take advantage of it that KC defense basically. Um, but I definitely think it's going to be high scoring. Um, so I have the Chargers, uh, 85 and sunny in Kansas City. So that is going to be a warm one. It's a little hot. Well, it's I, didn't, a little. I didn't even think it got that hot in Kansas City. Goodness gracious. <laughs> 85. I just, you know, because the, the Chargers did beat Kansas City earlier this year, actually, in January. Yeah. I think they have the tape, they know what to do to beat them. Like I said, heading into week one of this season, um, the Browns can show that the Chiefs can be beaten, mm-hmm. and they kept a game very close. They did show that they could be beaten. And yep. then, you know, the Ravens rounded out that formula, like you just said, and now the Chargers can just pile on. Right. We'll see. I'll leave it at we'll see. All right. Uh, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is three and a half point favorites, 43 and a half uh, over under. I'm taking Cincy, baby, and the under. Ooh. I don't. I think this is going to be an <laughs> awfully low scoring game, but I'm taking Cincy, baby. Let's go, Burrows. Nice. Yeah, let's do it. I'm taking the Bengals also, and I'm taking the under too. Um, yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think this. So, taking Cincinnati because Ben Roethlisberger is probably not playing. I think unless they can magically heal this, heal that old fart. Um, I don't see him being fully healthy and have an impact. They can rely on Najee Harris, but I don't think it's going to be all Najee Harris on Sunday. And that Pittsburgh defense is struggling a little bit right now. Um, Derek Carr picked them apart. Uh, TJ Watt's not there right now with a groin injury. That's probably not, he's probably not coming back anytime soon. Um, so I have Cincy on that one. It's going to be a little cool there. It's going to be 65, uh, partly sunny. Um, it's a very slight chance of a rain shower right now, but definitely that's a, that's a fall weather game for sure. Yeah, not Najee Harris. I just want to throw this out here since you brought him up because uh, I know people were taking this dude like early in right. fantasy football drafts. 26 attempts, 83 yards, average of 3.2, zero touchdowns. Oh boy! <laughs> I'm loving it. He has one receiving touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> he did put it. He did have a nasty stiff arm. Yeah, he's he's physical. He yeah, but I he's I, built to be physical. Right. I don't. I'm fine with that. But this dude sucks at finding holes. And yep. He's, and I, especially on the stiff arm, like he is seeking out contact. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a difference between like. Being in like trying to go through the hole and stiff arm somebody that's in your way and whatever. Right. And when you're in the open field, like on that stiff arm, yeah, you're not. Don't go and seek that out. Right. Try and put a move on him. Do something yep. where you can get by him. Unless yeah. you're Derrick Henry, which he's not, where you could literally move <laughs> him out of your way. Right. I mean, this guy is just like, I'm going to hit you, and we're both going to go to the ground, but I'm going to hit you. Like that's what that's what he was trying to do right there. Yeah. He's a rookie. I get it. He's physically. He's going to be fine. He's going to learn. I think he yeah. has potential, but uh rough start, rough start for him. Oh yeah. Uh Chicago at Cleveland. Cleveland seven point favorites, 46 and a half uh over under. I'm taking Cleveland in the over. 
Easy. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm taking Cleveland in the over. 65 and breezy for Drew Stoppler. Uh, look for some ground and pound out of Cleveland, which I think they won't. They should have too much of a problem doing that against that Bears defense. Um, but yeah, Cleveland should uh, should have a good day. Yep. Uh, I believe they just got done putting Jarvis Landry on IR, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, that's yeah. going to change their team a lot. Yeah, because OBJ is not back yet. Yeah, I think he's like teetering right now, so he yeah. could be back next week, maybe. But Jarvis Landry was, the, I think, the catalyst for that offense, at least in the passing game. So with him gone, they're, they're not going to lose to the Bears, but it's definitely going to change that team Yeah, down the stretch. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore at Detroit. I'm shocked that this is only Baltimore's only eight and a half point favorites. <laughs> 49 and a half point over under. Like mm-hmm. when any game that Baltimore's in should be over 50. So I'm definitely taking the over and I'm easily taking Baltimore. This is a joke. Yeah. I I think Detroit might give them a little just a little trouble. Um, but I think Baltimore takes the win for sure. And I think I'm thinking Baltimore's gonna score at least 40, probably. So we'll take the over on that one. Yeah, I'm very safe with that. Uh, New Orleans at New England. New England is actually three point favorites, 41 and a half over under. My God, I'm taking <laughs> New Orleans. I'm taking the Jameis Winston wow. bounce back game. All right. Tomorrow bounce back game. All I'm right. going over because 41 and a half is just disrespectful. That's just <laughs> that's low, especially yeah. for any New Orleans game. So, yeah, I'm going to take the over in New Orleans. I'm going to take New England on this game. Um, I think that New England defense might give Jameis some issues. I think that offense for the Patriots, I think it's going to be a slow and steady kind of game. They're going to control the control the clock, um, You know, try to get these long drives sustained. It's very much Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel style here. And... I, I see Jameis struggling a little bit again. Um, you know, one of those above level or above average defenses. So I'm taking New England and 41 and a half. This seems way too low. So definitely taking the over on that one. Yeah. Like we had Jameis Winston completely excel like too far with his five touchdowns. Right. And then we saw him be absolutely dreadful. I, I think this one will be in the middle and it'll get the job done. All right. I think I think he levels it out this week. You know, I think he'll mm-hmm. be okay. Arizona at Jacksonville. This is a joke. Uh, Arizona seven and a half point favorites, fifty two points. I'm taking Arizona, but the under because I don't think Arizona will even be able to score enough to satisfy fifty two points. Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think we the way we've seen Arizona's defense a little bit. Granted, you know the Vikings put up. 33 points against them. Um, I still think Jacksonville is going to struggle a little bit against that defense. I'm taking Arizona and I'm taking the under as well there. And it's going to be hot in Jacksonville, 85 and sunny. Woo. Scorcher down there, but eh, Kyler Murray would be okay with that. He lives out in Arizona. They'll be fine. Yeah. They, they play indoors. Well, that's like the retractable dome, isn't it? So they can play outdoors in Arizona if they I want think, to. I think so, right? I think that one's got a retractable roof, but they also have like the retractable field. Right. That's yeah. Because they, that's they, the one, they, they, they talk about that every fucking primetime. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> every, every Arizona primetime game, they're like, look, they can take the field out. Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> take awesome. it off for a walk. <laughs> cool. You can move your field. Great. It's 2021. That's not groundbreaking technology. <laughs> uh, Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo is eight and a half point favorites, 45 and a half point over under. I'm taking Buffalo in the over. Oh, that's spicy. I like it. Um, I'm taking Buffalo in over as well. So, um, yeah, I I think Buffalo is going to get things figured out again. I think the defense for Washington might give Allen a little bit of a tr- some trouble, but we, the, Washington just played the Giants and just barely won. As, <laughs> to, be, <laughs> as my, to be fair, uh, 45 and a half, I think definitely taking the over. Um, this game could get slightly disgusting for weather-wise. So kind of keep an eye on this game. Uh, so 64 overcast and possible some showers. Um, I, we really won't see a definite, uh, definitive kind of timeline for weather until the day before is really when you can lock down that weather. But it could be an ugly game. 
nothing like that fall weather in western new york baby oh yeah Here i'll we go. be there uh the jets at denver denver is 10 and a half point favorites. Oh, that's boy. disrespectful as shit that's horrible <laughs> that is that, that's the that's the most lopsided game too that's insane uh 41 and a half or just 41 over under i'm taking denver yep and man, we just got done talking about the new orleans new england game at 41 and a half being disrespectful but i'm taking <laughs> the under at 41 oh. points for the jets in denver yeah i i agree with you there i'm taking the denver and the under on that too i just don't i think you have to take the under here because i don't think you, you i think the consensus is you don't think the jets are going to score points yeah the Broncos are going to get get it done, what they have to do, um, and I think the Jets are still in that that first year quarterback, first year head coach, and they're just growing pains. And this is going to be some severe pain this week for them. That's why we're going to do here. So uh, it'd be a little warm in Denver, but you know, eighty six and sunny can't complain for a late September game, especially in Denver. Yeah, surprised it's not snowing up there yet. It's still eighty six. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I could like this score. I'm just, it could be the exact same score as the Patriots game, 25 to six, like the Jess versus Patriots. Like this could definitely yeah. be the same exact score. That's oh, that's yeah. about what I'm imagining. Uh, yep. Miami at Las Vegas. Yeah. So we don't. Two is probably not going to play. If he does play, he's injured. It's going to be awful. Mm-hmm. So Vegas is three and a half point favorites. 45 over under. I'm taking Vegas in the over. Yeah, I I don't see Tua playing for the Dolphins, and the Dolphins have a lot of answers. They need a lot of questions they need need answered after playing against the Bills and dropping a goose egg. Uh, So I'm taking the Raiders and the over as well. I'm tempted to take the under, but I I I think the Raiders are going to score more points. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to change that the under. I'll leave it for now. I'm taking (laughs) uh, so against Seattle at Minnesota. Two point favorites uh, as Seattle is 55 and a half points. I'm taking Seattle with a heavy heart. I'm taking Seattle and I'm taking the heavy under heavy under that. that the, the points there just seems way too high. Oh, yeah. from what we could see out of here. I think we could see like a 2024 20, kind of game. Um, just look at so, the history of any Seattle, Minnesota game, right? They're yeah, never high scoring. Yeah. So I'm going to take Seattle here also. Um, Minnesota is just having some struggles these first couple weeks. They've been in such close games and then lose. Um, Granted, last week wasn't great for Seattle, but I think Seattle is going to bounce back a little bit going to Minnesota and take out. So I'll take Seattle and the under on that. We got Tampa Bay at the Rams. Is this a primetime game? It doesn't look like it is. Is Um, it? It looks like a four o'clock game. I think it's a four o'clock game. That's disrespectful. A little bit. That's horrible. Tampa Bay is only a one point favorite, 55 and a half over under. I'm taking Tampa Bay and the over. This is going to be a shootout, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Tampa there too and the over. I think it, it, this has potential of, you know, Rams Chiefs again. Yeah. But instead of Chiefs, it's the Bucks now. So, um, Definitely looking at over there for sure. We got Merca lurking for the end of the show here. What's up, Merc? Thanks for popping in, my boy. Yeah, <laughs> Tampa Bay shouldn't have any problems winning this, but you know it, it should be a good game. I mean, for some, I'm sure we'll hear it so many times. This potential Super Bowl matchup right here. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear it a billion times. But uh, yeah, they are the four o'clock game. It's a little surprising, but that they will. Very pro- surprising. They will probably be the game of the week. Uh, on Fox, so yeah. and it's surprising because we're following this up with the Sunday night game, which is Green Bay at San Francisco. Like, I get it, you're recreating the NFC Championship game that's happened like six times now. No one wants to see this, okay? Right. Personally, no one wants to see this. San Francisco three and a half point favorites, forty seven and a half uh, on the over under. I am taking San Francisco. Oh. <gasps> I know San Francisco Shocker. has not looked great. I know Green Bay look finally like looks like they got back on track. Mm-hmm. But I'm following the trend of San Francisco beating Green Bay like all the time, like NFC Championship games, regular season, all of that. I think San Francisco has got Packers number, and they're going to get it done in Week Three. 
All right. I, I like your I like it. Um that was something I definitely considered with the <clears throat> between this game was the, the 49ers just have something against the Packers that Aaron Rodgers just struggles. Um I think the way we saw the Packers play last night, um definitely looking at the Packers winning this game, and I'm gonna take the over on this game. I think it's gonna be a little bit high, more of a high scoring adventure here Sunday night. And weather wise, it's gonna be a beautiful night, beautiful Sunday night for football. Beautiful. And last but not least, Philadelphia Dallas, a primetime NFC East matchup. For some reason, the NFL just loves the NFC East. Dallas, <laughs> four point favorites, 51 and a half. I will take the under, but I'm gonna ride with Dallas. All right, yeah. So it does seem a little high for this this kind of game. You know, NFC East games can be, you know, that Lupper teens, low 20s kind of game, but they're close. Um, I'm going to take Dallas as well and the under. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this could be, a, could be a snoozer, could be fun. It's a, it's a spin of the wheel here on the NFC East games. Yeah, we've seen Dallas... <clears throat> perform well this year so far they have they're one and one they kept mm-hmm. up with tampa bay they beat the chargers and then we saw the eagles we saw them absolutely destroy a team and we saw them struggle against the team so yeah we're not quite sure what we're gonna get out of them we're but, still learning this team so yeah we could see them obviously come out and like do what they did to the falcons against this yeah. okay dallas defense so i mean we could see a multitude of outcomes for this game i think oh yeah all right, so then that's our that's what we got for this week's show. Absolutely. We're going to sign off. We're going to tune yeah. in next week, next Tuesday, to recap some of those games, obviously. And this is just, it's football season, baby. This is what oh, we're doing. Yeah. Football. I think next week we're actually going to have a guest. Nice. We're going to be having a representative of the Jed Foundation join us. Oh, very nice. And go over what they do. Talking muffin popping in here. What's going on, sir? Thanks for popping in. Um, so yeah, next week is gonna be a next week's gonna be busy, jam packed. Oh, yeah. So make sure y'all tune in, tell your friends. Absolutely. I would say the only other thing I want to add in here is you know make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, that really helps our ratings here um, as a podcast grow. So I mean, we always love to get feedback. We want to hear what the listeners are thinking uh, when they when they click when they click that play button for us. So. Go over there, drop a review, let us know what you think. Even if it's a bad review. Yeah. I don't care. Just let us know. Well, actually, just leave leave five stars and then just say it's a bad show in the comment. I'll, I'll take sure. the five stars with the bad, <laughs> with the, with the, like, you know, because if you write a bad review, that doesn't affect us as much as you leaving, like, you know, one star. So right. leave five stars and then tell us how bad of a show we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for tuning in this week, and we will see you next week because Mama didn't raise no wusses. And now we raid. (laughs) Creator dashboard. We're going to go raid our other podcast friends. Grab some pine. One sports podcast sent over to another sports podcast. Bang. Nice. There we go. There we go. Done and done. Dun, 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 dun. Congratulations, everybody. We got through another show. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah, you got to end it.